Hey, welcome to another edition of It's Raining Mets. It's the weather team from CBS 21 and your podcast that's all about weather. And sometimes we get into other subjects as well. It's meteorologist Tom Russell here along with... Meteorologist Ed Russo. It's been kind of the uh, uh, Stacy and Steve show over the past uh, <laughs> couple times. I've been on vacation. You've been doing stuff, so... Yeah, so now we're back, and uh, I like to point out that Ed is a accomplished surfer, so you've been, uh, I think one of the highlights for the last couple of weeks was surfing while, um, what was it, Hurricane Teddy was out to sea, yeah, and it brought these amazing big. waves to the Jersey Shore, right? Brought, yeah, brought some pretty big overhead waves, a couple, one of the mornings, the biggest, the biggest day, it was biggest in the morning, and I I tried paddling out. And I couldn't I couldn't get out. Like I just these waves. Oh really? Wave after wave. I, I would have had it. I wouldn't have needed to be towed out by a jet ski to get out there. <laughs> what? Do That's they do what that? They do with those big wave surfers out in California. Really? But yeah. So for me, I just man, it's like it, it's all upper arm strength and paddling. And I was a swimmer. Sure. And my my board's pretty short, so you really have to paddle hard to to get to get through yeah. the waves and. I got denied, but then later that afternoon, uh, I, I was a little more manageable, and I was able to make it out. Got a few overhead waves, so tried to get tubed, nope. have that curl go over you, which is— Did you get it? Uh, I did, but I didn't make it out, so— That's still—that's got to be a pretty cool feeling, Oh, yeah. Though. Oh, yeah. It's like you're conquering nature. It's awesome. And the sound— Is that some of the— is that some of the best surfing you've had uh, ever, or is it uh, some of the best I'd waves? still say there were some days on Lake Erie and Lake Michigan that were really good. Wow! Um, wow! So yeah, the Great Lakes wow. comparable, but yeah, no, Teddy was Teddy. Teddy was fun. So, well, I'm very jealous because I uh, I can't surf, but uh, I'm very impressed that you can. Well, you uh, let's start. Can, uh, you can always you can always try something new always no matter learn. what age you are okay. now. You know that, right? <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to be a pretty old dog yeah, for a new trick like that. Don't motivational speaker. <laughs> I think maybe Ed wants me to see me hurt. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's my plan. <laughs> that's my true plan. So, so here's the deal. We're heading into October. We're saying goodbye to September. And I know uh, you and Steve and Steve and Stacy, the last couple of weeks have been talking about how dry. But the official stat is in for September. Uh, normal September gets about four inches of rain. Uh, we got uh, 1.82. So we were about uh, two and a quarter inches dry for September. So we tried to make it up with that storm just a couple of days ago. And it seemed like Western PA, or at least just to our West, got rain. And then just to our East, including Eastern Lancaster County, uh, into Berks and Reading and that area got over two inches. But most of the Harrisburg area, York area, all staying way dry and certainly um, not much hope ahead, right? Yeah, and you know it, it's always interesting how this plays a role in fall color, because I think oh yeah, you true. Know, you know, I think the best recipe, and correct me if I'm wrong, is you definitely need you don't want drought before you right. know, your first couple frosts, um, because I, I guess that that helps the real vibrant colors come out. But you know, we're already mm -hmm. starting to see them pop, and I feel like it's kind of early. Yeah, so that's the way it feels to me. Off, no, it's definitely early for, for central PA because you're starting to see that, you know, that last week of September and now as we push into October. So our peak is usually the end of the month into November. So I think we're a little ahead of the game. Yeah, and it's interesting because if you look at satellite, like just pure satellite showing topography in New England, 
the North Shore of yeah. Minnesota on near Superior, you, you can see on satellite the color change. So it does look like some spots are really going to see and get some nice fall color. And it sometimes it just explodes. Yeah, so yeah, it really happen? does. I, I think that's the kind of season we're going to see because yeah. you, you'll be driving down a road one day and there's not that much. And then you drive the very next day and you're like, wait a minute, this is beautiful. What happened? And Incredible. it's going to feel like it too over the next few days because the first week of October running well below normal. Yeah, and uh, and then starts to warm up a little bit. So uh, we get off to a cool start here. But let me, uh, while we're talking about the uh, dry stuff, mention that the drought watch was expanded. Uh, it was the final day of September. The uh, Department of Environmental Protection expanded it to include Cumberland County. So for our, our counties in central PA, it's Cumberland, Perry, Juniata, Mifflin, all in the drought watch. And what that means is we just need to be aware of our water use uh, you don't want to waste water, you know, run the dishwasher and the washing machine when the, there's a full load. Um, you know, reuse water like if you have a bird bath or a vase or something like that. So just be smart with water. Don't waste it. I mean, we should kind of be doing that anyway. But uh, now that we're in a drought watch, that kind of is what that means. And if you look at a map, it seems like the drought watch and even the drought warning counties are all west of the Susquehanna, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty Very much. I mean, dry. it's really been like, I, I know we're considered central PA, but when you look at PA, smack dab, like Center County and those surrounding right. counties, those are the spots that have really had the the dry really. weather, especially. But they did get a soaking rain a couple nights ago, which was good. Yeah, so, so that helped a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, they remain in the uh, in the drought watch, or drought warning, or drought watch, I should say. Yeah. Um, now, we usually, and you and I have talked about this a couple times, it takes a good tropical storm to get us out of a drought. Um, we don't really see that necessarily. We're kind of past the peak of tropical season. However, tropical moisture has been very abundant this year, and we could still do that, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, we've seen, we've seen you know, systems well into October, even November, give us a, a good beneficial rainfall. But, you know, the you know, typically as we go through October, uh, our, our cold fronts get stronger and these storms right. more often than not, more than likely can get kicked out to sea faster. Yeah. Before they get here, before really get help here. here. Right. But, uh, yeah. so, so you mentioned just before the podcast, before we start recording, uh, you know, the way we're rolling through the alphabet into the Greek alphabet. So it's alpha, beta and delta. So it's not gamma. We obviously, it, yeah. Gamma. So Delta's the next name on the list. It is. It is. And then after that is Gamma. And then I think it's Epsilon okay. after that. But, um, okay. yeah, so we might have a – we have one tropical wave in the Western Caribbean that might get its act together within the next two to three days. And then another right. one out towards the Eastern Caribbean. So there was a period yeah. of time where we got a nice break there where there was no tropical waves of any concern for several For a good days. week, a week and a half. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing <laughs> we'll how – We'll take it. Yeah, it just the when the large scale pattern just shuts off, it literally shuts off. But now we're starting to see some stronger waves develop. And and keep in mind, October can be a very busy month, so this uh, could be maybe the second wave, so to speak. Hopefully, not as pronounced as what September was. But wow, peak hurricane yeah, season came around exactly when you would expect September tenth and eleventh. 
Yep, that's what it peaks. So it's good to be on this side of the peak, but nonetheless, we got to keep our our uh, our guard up. And and here in central pay, central PA, we might actually welcome yeah, some uh, yeah. some moisture like that. And I know uh, there's a lot of people that were wondering. Well, I know we saw beta, but where was alpha? You know, and, and many of you may not know. It was it was uh, a storm that that lived maybe a couple hours. Um, made landfall. Portugal, right? Yeah, made landfall in Portugal, which is a very. I mean, Europe, Europe does not usually see landfalling tropical systems, but. That right. little swirl, I was looking at the at the map, and you couldn't even really see it. It was so far to the right on the screen. The storm was mostly off the, <laughs> the default map that the NHC has on their website. And I was well, like, looking at that. I'm like, what? And then, I, yeah, there yeah. was like a little low-level or a, a little swirl right off the coast of Portugal that was very defined Wait. and developed within an, like uh -huh. a couple hours and made landfall, and then it – dissipated so. i don't know you know how i feel the, the yeah. fact that they name everything in the past you know you would never name that storm or it wouldn't even get noticed so i do have a problem with uh with naming those right kind of storms, i mean I, I mean back when we didn't have you know satellite data satellite good, right would you pick up on a little swirl never. like that that's brief I, I mean no i don't think so so you, we do have to yes it's been a very active season but you do right. have to take that into account that so, that some of these ones we're detecting now we may not have detected back in the fifties, sixties, seventies, or yeah, or whatever. Yeah, you have to at least factor that in. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so let's talk about October then. We do see uh, a cool start here, a little bit of a warm up, uh, and I just see some really pleasant temperatures. So average highs will kind of fall from the 70s back through the 60s, uh, overnight lows, you know, in the 40s. It's it's an ideal time of year, it really is. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, like you were saying, uh, I think during the second half of the month is our next opportunity, potentially where we could, you know, get well into the 70s, even push 80. That's not out of the cards, but, you know, second half of October, we could see that it does look like we're going to kind of do a reverse because the first week here, especially this weekend, is going to be on the chilly side. Right. Right. It definitely uh, feels like fall. All right. Well, let's carry this a little bit forward because everybody's starting to talk about the upcoming winter. So if you had to start looking ahead a little bit, a uh, couple of factors here, and, and I kind of jump right to analog stuff, but there's no analog for a lack of winter last year and then the hottest summer on record. I mean, what do you do with this? How do you... Uh, how yeah. do you go ahead <laughs> look forward to it? Hey, what's the what's the winter going to be like after the right. hottest and, summer and, on record? And I mean, statistically, what are the chances we would see um, another non-recordly snowiest winter back to back? I mean, statistically, yeah. not from a scientific standpoint. I mean, statistics is science, but you get what I'm but saying. What statistically, right. yeah, it's it would unlikely. Be a... but, right. You know, stranger things have happened. Um, but yeah, so we kind of have a La Nina shaping up over the area. Um, across you know the the eastern pacific and basically what that means is we've got cooler than normal water in the eastern pacific ocean and when you have and the reason that happens is because you get strong uh you get strong uh trade winds over the uh pacific that blow pretty hard that upwell cooler water to the surface and that cools right. down the eastern pacific ocean and that results in a La Nina, which is the opposite of El Nino when we see warmer than normal sea surface or, yeah, warmer than normal temperatures, sea surface temperatures in the eastern Pacific. So that affects the jet stream and kind of gives us, a, you know, a, a warmer, almost wetter winter as opposed to a snowier one. And, and people hate that because that means rainy and 48 degrees. Yeah, <laughs> a and lot that's of kind, of, kind of what we saw, <laughs> you know, last winter. I mean, we didn't really even have any near misses. We just. Had, right. Very little potential. So, 
Unfortunately, the way it's shaping up, I mean, you know, we could still see somewhat of a flip by the second half of winter, but uh, for, for me, snow is the most important leading up to Christmas and the holidays. It's festive, yeah. you know? It's yeah, but we haven't had that for a while. We haven't had that for a while. <laughs> it's so, so hard to get, uh, you know, enough cold air and moisture in before uh, December. You know, a lot of our snowiest months are, you know, pushing towards the back end, February and, and even March is when we have our good snows. But um, I, I think this year, you know, if we watch it play out, like you're saying, we get a little cooler here in October. Um I, I'm trying to think of the last winter that that hit really hard early, and I know we've had some you know early December snows. Yeah. But it seems to me this could be. I always think of like a pendulum swinging. Like we just had this really warm uh, summer. We had the active tropical system, so it wouldn't surprise me if the pendulum were to swing pretty quickly and give us that cold late November, early December, uh, quick burst of snow this year. Yeah, and I, I will say you know we do have to kind of think about when was the last time we were hit hard and keep in mind, this is a very challenging area to forecast winter weather because yeah. you, it's, it, it's actually pretty hard for the atmosphere in this area to give you six to 12 inches of snow. I mean, when you get a snowstorm like that, you are witnessing a unique event. This is something yep. that we don't see every year. Sometimes we go a couple years without <laughs> seeing it, you know, and, and right. you know, parts of the area only see a, a foot or more snowstorm a couple times a decade. So it's not like, this is something that happens every single winter. We live close enough to the Atlantic where we get, you know, some influence and, and milder weather off the Atlantic if we have the wrong wind direction. So whenever we get a good snowstorm around here, it's not like, oh, this is what happens every year. You're witnessing a unique event. It, it, wow. it, people think it, true. it snows more than it does. Yeah, and I'm not sure why that perception is, but you're right. Everybody says, uh, you know, oh, that was a good snowfall. Well, right. what, what, what's a good snowfall? Six or more inches of snow? Yeah, it's, Three it's, or more inches of it's snow? It's subjective. And plus, I, I, I think a lot of the uh, – it seems like a lot of the baby boomers say stuff like that. And I think the reason <laughs> why is because the 60s was a pretty snowy decade in this area. I mean, I think Philadelphia uh, had many white Christmases in that 10-year stretch. Right, you know, and, a white right. and that around. kind of gets burned in your mind that it's supposed to be snowy around here. And um, I think you did a story last year. It's, it's pretty rare that we get a white yeah. Christmas. Yeah, and I think, you know, that, that, that snowy 60s, the snowy 60s, I think that kind of gave a lot of the baby boomer, boomers, because they were kids then, you know, they were teenagers, right. young kids. I think that gave them the uh, impression that, wow, it doesn't You're snow supposed here to anymore. Have a... Yeah, Because yeah. they're thinking back to that time frame. But most of it is marketing. Most, most of it is, yeah. You know, you get bombarded starting now, uh, like right after Halloween, that oh, Christmas is coming and snow is coming. And you're yeah. like, no, it's still a pretty rare event. So, all right. Do you want snow for Christmas? Then? I mean, obviously, oh, I would think oh, you yes. do. Oh, right? yes. Oh, yeah. I okay. Mean, I will say, like, it is, it is, it is, uh, to me, it's a hundred times better when you have just when it's like flying it doesn't even have to lay that much but just to have right a just little, flakes yeah. yeah i don't know i guess you, right. know, you see it in christmas movies and and that's what you expect <laughs> see i said it's marketing it so is. ed snow now you snow. being an avid avid surfer are you an avid snowboarder is that the winter equivalent i i have two snowboards but i need to dust them off they're under my bed so I, so you don't do that as much? I don't do that as much, and I probably—I mean, mine are my boards are old too. They don't—they don't flex like the newer ones when you're going down the hill. But I mean, when when it, 
there was very limited opportunity last year, and the and the uh, the snow wasn't yeah, even in right. good condition. That's what's so heart wrenching about it, you know, because you you make all this snow and then it gets hard or slushy. We need or oh, yeah, like, rains or something. Stuff. Right. So I'm hoping right. for the ski resorts that they deal with the better season. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. That would be nice. So who knows? I might uh, go out there. You want to try it? I, you know, I, uh, my daughter surfing, snowboarded once when we were, I, I love skiing. I, yeah. I love being out on the slopes, but the snowboarding thing does not, not interest me very much. The guys spend so much time on the ground or trying to strap their boot in. <laughs> it yeah. just doesn't entice me very much. Have you ever seen the movie Johnny Tsunami? <laughs> I have not. It's about a kid who snowboards in Vermont. That's where he grew up. And they're okay. one, one side of the mountain is for skiers. One side of the mountain is for snowboarders. And they both kind of, get in fights because they both like, <laughs> skiers dislike snowboarders and vice versa well he moves to hawaii oh or no 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 he was a i have it backwards he moved from hawaii to vermont and he started snowboarding snowboard. and got some beef from uh the skiers so gotcha. Tom, you and i are not supposed to like each other because i'm a we don't need any more we don't need any more division right now buddy let's <laughs> uh, let's let's stay uh, weather lovers here for sure um so I, I think this is some of the best weather all year round uh so let's enjoy this while we have it the only negative is to me it, it leads to winter which is just too long in my book i enjoy the seasonal change but it's a little too long uh in central pennsylvania so uh i i don't care when it i don't care for when it lingers you know into april right. and late march and all that so let's hope for a nice season but a shorter winter matter of fact the uh, cbs 21 weather team we're going to be working on our winter weather special which will air uh in november correct yeah and we are just we just literally started exchanging emails about it today so Right. We are so, we are just getting into the the first um, we're just starting to really look into it now and I think the second half of November is when it would air. So all right. we've, we've got our we'll work, work cut out for us. We're gonna you know put we, it we all do together. just yeah, and just talking like you and I were talking, there's so many variables and mm -hmm. and and for me a lot of question marks after what happened last year sure. because nobody saw the winner that didn't happen you know coming up it was it really shocked me how lack of winter we had last year yeah and and usually by november we have a better idea on what the second half of winter is going to do i mean right now it's too early I, yeah we can tell you it looks like la nina is going to be sticking around through maybe early january possibly beyond right. but really you know some of our snowiest months come after that so we still need another yeah. month to kind of look it over and figure out what's going to happen and we'll have it for you in I think it's November 18th. Could be yeah. wrong. Somewhere around there. So check out our uh, social media. and yeah. Check out our uh, Facebook or uh, website. We'll have it for you. We always love uh, chatting weather with you. So uh, if you enjoy the podcast, share it with your friends. And uh, we always enjoy doing it for you. So, Ed, it was a pleasure. Great to catch up with you. Likewise, Tom. Uh, and uh, again, it's called It's Raining Mets. Check it out. You can always find it on our homepage on CBS21.com. Share and enjoy. Have a good one. You too.